Good morning, everyone. Happy solemnity. Are you awake? It's a solemnity, all right? So we got to celebrate. Um, just by way of reminder, solemnities are the highest form of liturgical celebration that the church has. So we celebrate a solemnity on this great uh, solemnity of St. Helena. She's our patroness. In the rest of the diocese and anywhere outside the city of Helena, it's only a feast. All right, so feast is one step below in the liturgical celebrations. I just, by way of reminder, it's only a feast, and it's especially only a feast in East Helena, okay? Just, just so let Father Lepsock know. Happy feast, and then just say we had a great solemnity. All right. What should we celebrate on this solemnity? Well, we do celebrate, and we honor St. Helena, our patroness. And I had a great gift. Uh, basically, the last thing I did as chaplain at Carroll was take students on pilgrimage to Rome. And our last mass together as a pilgrimage group was at St. Helena's home, which is no longer her home. It's the great Basilica of Santa Croce. So her home, we got to go there. And I got to pray as well. She's not buried there, but she's buried in a different church. I got to pray at her tomb. And it's so important that we remember that saints are, not just were, are real people. That St. Helena is more alive now than she ever was on earth because she's closer to the source of life who is God. So she's alive. And there's a real relationship, a human relationship we get to have with all the saints, but especially her for here. So you go and pray with her at her tomb and I interceded for all of us that, that we would learn what she could teach us. And then you go to the place where she lived and when you go to someone's house, you find what they treasure most, right? Most of your treasures, that the things that, you, that matter most to you are found in your home. They're not found somewhere else. Well, what's in St. Helena's home now become a basilica, Santa Croce? It's what mattered most to her. It's the relics of the true cross, significant relics. There's relics of the crown of thorns. There's even relics of the nails that held our Lord to the cross. That's what mattered most to her. Not artifacts of the past, but the love that led Jesus to the cross. The love that saves the world and the love that saved her. She could have done anything she wanted. Her son, Constantine, the emperor, she was his mother. She had all sorts of power. That, by the way, is exactly why all these relics of the Holy Land got back to Rome. People are like, wow, that's a long journey. She brought the steps that were the steps uh, that Jesus stood upon at Pilate's house, brought those, the Holy Stairs, back to Rome. And people are like, that's, that's amazing. How did that happen? She was, she was the mother of the emperor. She was the queen mother. She was the empress the dowager empress, she had power and she had a, a lot of people who would do what she told them to do, <laughs> right? So what mattered most to her, she brought back to Rome and the relics of the true cross. That's what mattered to her. The faith that she had, that she held in her heart, that's what mattered most. She could have chosen a very different path 
She could have been powerful in the ways that that worldly power is often exercised. And if she had chosen that path, truly no one would remember who she was. How many mothers of the emperors of Rome can you name? But we know her because what she loved the most was Jesus. And she chose, in her old age, by the way, we, we are pretty sure that she was in her 80s when she went to the Holy Land to retrieve the relics, right? To go on this search. She let her faith lead her on a search. And, what she, and, and to dial it in a little bit more so it's not just relics, what she, what she loved most, what she wanted to find most was the true cross. She sought and found the true cross. And it's depicted in that great stained glass. So take a, take a moment before you leave to pray with that and contemplate that. She sought and found the true cross. You know how she knew, and it's depicted in this story, the true cross was a cross that brought healing. Friends, that's not just a nice story locked in the past. That's for each of us. If we seek and find the true cross, we'll find healing because from the cross flows the healing love of Jesus. The question, there's a couple questions. One, do we seek and find the cross? Because our initial instinct is to run away from our crosses because it requires sacrifice and we have to give and we have to offer and we have to suffer. And St. Helena knew all those things in her life if you know her history, which I won't recount right now. Our instinct is to move away and preserve ourselves and protect ourselves and make life really comfortable. And we have to fight against that instinct if we're going to be true disciples of Jesus Christ. Because the embrace of the cross is necessary, it's required. So do we seek and find it? Also this, do we look for the true cross? Because there's a lot of suffering that we bring into our lives, all of us do this, by carrying crosses the Lord doesn't ask us to carry. False crosses. Hold on to this grudge, or, or I wish my life was like this, or I, if only this had happened instead of this, and we bear this resentment, and we, we take up that, and we put ourselves on our own crosses of our own making. And the end result is that there's no peace there and there's no healing. So, so I think Helena would remind us to seek the cross, but seek the true cross, the one that Jesus has fashioned for us, the one that just like that depiction is, becomes a source of healing for us, even though it looks like suffering, even though it is suffering, even though it demands a lot of us in that offering, in that embrace, if it's the true cross that Jesus has formed and fashioned for us and has given to us, then we'll find healing. And that is how we make this solemnity matter today. So with our great intercessors, sure prayers, there's no way she doesn't just love this place and intercede from heaven for this place and also for each one of us. May we learn the lesson of her life. 
to choose. To choose to seek and then to find the true cross of Jesus Christ. And in so doing, find our healing, our hope, and even our joy. St. Helena, pray for us.